capitalism got you down? Does the constant pressure to be productive get to you? Are you tired of being a cog in the machine? Productivity porn has created a business around making you think that constantly being productive will lead to a fulfilling life. However, this mindset has created unhappy, anxious, and burnt out people. On our podcast, we aim to entertain by providing useless information just for the joy of it and giving you the time and day to stop the gears of capitalism. And if you're thinking, what's the point of this podcast? Then we invite you to be part of the revolution against toxic productivity by embracing the useless things. Welcome to episode 10 of the Very Unimportant People podcast. Woo! (laughs) I'm Courtney, and I think that I might have had something to do with Tiger Woods accident. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. I'm Lydia, and I'm wearing a sweater that says, girls fuck. Hell yeah, they do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, you guys, this Tiger Woods conspiracy, like, we are just too powerful. It's a little scary. Courtney, why don't you you tell the world? I'm a little afraid of us and our own power and what we say on this podcast. Um, This isn't going to make a lot of sense to you guys because we record podcasts like three weeks in advance. So it's very real to us right now, but you guys are going to be like, whoa, (laughs) this happened such a long time ago. But basically, We released the podcast episode this week on Monday um, that was called Microchipping, More Useful Than Tiger Woods ACL. And in the podcast... So funny. So relevant. Yeah, so relevant. In the podcast, we like kind of bash Tiger Woods because... Well, we don't bash Tiger Woods. We just use his case to make an example of why golf isn't a sport. And that's because he was able to like win the US Open with all these injuries and like it didn't affect his game. So... You know, right? not really a sport. But anyways, the day after we released that episode, Tiger Woods, who's been off the radar for years. I haven't seen a single news article about him for such a long time. Just dead silent. All of a sudden, he's in a he's in a big car accident and is in the head news lines everywhere. Um, (laughs) And I think. (laughs) Oh, this picture is scary, too. Like, the car is completely flipped upside down on some random mountain. Like, mm. Yeah. Just, like, the moment that my eyes came across that episode, like, my heart stopped for a second. And I was literally like, did I have something to do with this? Did I put something bad out there, you know, into the the universe that might have caused this? And I just want to say we meant no harm to Tiger Woods. He's done some shitty things. He's probably not a great person, but I don't I don't want anything bad to happen to him. He deserves to On be happy, healthy person. On the actual episode, though, we didn't wish him any harm. No. I don't recall. I actually listened to it back, and I don't recall ever saying anything <laughs> like he deserves to be in a car accident. He deserves this. He deserves that. He's such a terrible person. We were just in shock of how many affairs he has had. Yes. And how many injuries he has had, yet is still able to play golf. If anything, we bashed golf more than we bashed Yeah, Tiger we Woods. really, yeah, we bashed golf. Um, oh my god, I just I realized think it's just... the car flipped onto green grass. Golf! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just... I'm a little afraid of our power. We're going to be careful about what we say on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that was a really little bit careful. too real, a little bit too visceral. But oh uh, it sounds like he's going to be okay. It sounds like he um, sustained a few injuries, but injuries he'll be able to recover from. Yeah. So Thank goodness. He'll yeah. be able to play another hope, season. Hope you're okay, Tiger Woods. Yeah, we do wish you the best, for real. 
I think um, that point counted kind of for a redemption for idiots right there, Courtney. Yeah, it kind of did. It's fine. Any other redemption for idiots? No, I don't think so. I, I stand by everything I said about learning learning yeah. styles. I think there was one point at like the end of the episode where I was talking about like auditory learning styles. Well, I was using the word auditory learning styles, but I was actually talking about like the read-write one. Oh, okay. So my apologies. I'm an idiot. I'm Whoopsie. sorry if that was confusing. <laughs> it happens. Another so, week sorry about of that. dumbness. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. But you guys, you guys have come to expect it by this point. I mean, yeah. we're on I'm sure you guys 10. all got it. You're like a classic. We know what she really means. We pretty much know <laughs> how we think by this point, so... <laughs> Okay, everyone, um, this is the time of the podcast where we talk about the poll results from last week. As you may or may not remember, last week we talked about whether water was wet or not, and we talked about how learning styles are low-key a giant hoax. (laughs) So um, let's go through some of the questions and some of your answers. Um, In regards to something that we... Um, one of the experiments that Courtney had talked about last week where this guy put like toilet paper into like a bucket and then into like an ocean and theoretically it would be more wet in the ocean. So I asked um, on Instagram, is your body more wet in the ocean than in a pool? With the rationale being that if you answered yes, more water equals more wet and no, meaning like it's the same amount of wetness. And for this, we got 89% no. So that's that's great. 89% that's of good. people- have some sort of something going on up here you know <laughs> i'm really concerned about that what's the rest of the what's the leftover 89 11 11 percent yeah i'm really 13? concerned about that 11 percent. me too i mean like maybe listen to the podcast and <laughs> maybe maybe it's we'll a learn a really something. weird opinion to have <laughs> yeah. you're never and, like oh i need to dry off i'm gonna get out of the ocean and go into the pool like it just makes no, no sense, sir. Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, so the second question was, the determining factor, is water wet? 78% of you said no. Bam! No. Thank you. Thank you to 78% of you. Ugh. Water oh, is wet, you guys. Right. No. It feels good. <laughs> it feels so- oh man and then finally was the learning styles one do you have only one learning style if you don't have more than wait do you have only one i can understand how people were confused by this question looking back on it i'm a little confused about my own wording but do you have only one learning style so if you have a lot of them you're like multimodal like we talked about last week and that means that it kind of dismisses the entire learning styles thing completely and 75% of you agreed with that and said no you do not have only one learning style which is kind of awesome it's pretty much the exact statistic that we were saying on the podcast that's what I was thinking yeah 50 right 50 to 70% of people are categorized themselves in the multimodal and then 30% the rest of them would be the only one right kind of cool that is cool when it works out that way I know, right? Like, wow, Stats we are lie, pretty much scientists. I mean, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Take our study and put it in a journal. Like, I don't know. <laughs> University of Waterloo, where's my degree? Yeah. I will be expecting it in the mail, please. Thank you very much. 
<laughs> we are doing God's God's work out here. God's work. <laughs> so thanks a lot for participating, guys. We love it when you guys participate. We love it when you talk to us on Instagram, when you call us out for our bullshit or for that some... That is our favorite. Yeah, that's honestly our Please favorite. Please call me out, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so embarrassing but it's so funny like we love it it's it honestly we thrive yeah, it makes my whole entire day <laughs> uh, so stay tuned for next week's poll which will be up on tuesday or on our instagram at very dot unimportant dot people uh, thank you very much very nice very nice uh, let's get back to the podcast i applied okay so you know how like a lot of places aren't um open because of covid so they're yeah. kind of starting to open up, but it's still super iffy. So I applied to a liquor store in Tofino. Ooh. Oh, in Tofino. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> and like I had this whole like application letter, like letter of intent or whatever. And I was like, as you can see, I'm located in Ontario right now. But <laughs> <laughs> I am willing to travel all the way across the freaking country to you. <laughs> That's a pretty compelling letter. I know, right? I was like, I'm going to be the best damn employee you're ever going to have because I have no choice but to be a good employee. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder what those like employers are thinking. Just like opening your application from yeah. Ontario. I, I don't know. I'm probably For literally like a liquor store position. I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure I they get I a lot though. You think? Like being in Tofino. Yeah. I think a lot of people okay. like do seasonal work from elsewhere in Tofino. So yeah. I feel like they've probably seen it before. Hopefully I get it then. That would be really cool. That would be cool. I would have to like live in my car, probably. Which sounds like fun. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? I don't I don't know. Like what if what if some crazy thing happens or like I like rent an apartment but it's not ready by the time I get there and then like I have to buy a car. Like that wasn't part of my plan, but like who knows? <laughs> This is a lot of what ifs. I don't think you need to think about that much. Yeah, you're right. I'll live on my bike. <laughs> or you could just rent an apartment. Yeah, I'll probably just do that. <laughs> rent a hotel for the night and then wait for the apartment to become available. <laughs> why do you think that the apartment's not going to be ready? Like, that's the part that I'm confused about in this story. Like, uh, why are you just assuming that you're going to get there and the apartment's <laughs> not going to be ready? <laughs> I'm just assuming adventure. I don't know. <laughs> all right. All right. That's just like your default setting. Yeah. yeah everything goes wrong. <laughs> and then you have to try to you're figure like, it out. You're like, of course, duh. When I get there, my apartment's not going to be ready. Yeah, duh. obviously. Because I'm not going to plan ahead. Duh. <laughs> I'm just going to show up one bag. Hopefully they have little places I can live in. I mean, I assume they do. Again, like, they have a lot of seasonal employees, so. Yeah. I would think so. If not, you can just come live with me. Get a okay. job at the and liquor store drive four hours to work every day. Oh, yeah. That's... <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that's better. Commute for four hours. <laughs> because that's the only yeah. liquor store on the island. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Obviously. <laughs> It's my only option. All right. Maybe we should just jump into opinions. I think I think it's your turn to start. I think we should just start. Oh, it is? Okay, great. Yeah. Hi everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get let's get into it, everyone. So um this week I kind of fell down a little bit of a rabbit hole where I was um looking at people's YouTube videos. I like got really into this uh YouTuber, Khadija Mobley. 
And she makes really good, like, essays and, like, this kind of stuff. And, like, she made this really cool video about Bridgerton. Yeah, like, she makes video essays. Yeah, like, video essays and, like, video critiques and stuff like that. And her first one that I watched was about Bridgerton and about how Bridgerton was, like, it it set out to be this, like, super inclusive, like, super awesome, like, TV show where it's, like, you know, black people are kings and queens too, blah, blah, blah. And she was just talking about how it kind of failed and fell flat on his face, flat on its face, sorry, (laughs) because of how it didn't really show any other people except for white people and black people. And then, like, Asians and stuff were all just kind of scattered in the background. And she was talking about how they were just kind of there for aesthetic purposes and not really for anything else. Or, like, any actual real speaking roles were given to white people mainly. And then Mm -hmm. the main character, who the the white girl falls in love with, is, like, a really light-skinned black guy. And she says that he has very Eurocentric features, which I thought was really interesting. Like, it went deep. And I was like, damn, this girl knows her shit. So... Mm -hmm. So I kind of started watching more of her stuff and she kind of um, introduced me to like this whole world of pretty privilege. And um, I mean, to be fair, I've seen it on TikTok before. Um, People talking about how, you know, pretty people have everything handed to them and their lives are so much easier and blah, 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 all this stuff. And I'm... I think that like it's, it's real, but I don't think it's that extreme. And I don't think that being pretty affects your life that deeply, like every day kind of thing. But I mean, I have some, I have a lot of points that is, I'm going to like tell you guys that it is real, but (laughs) you don't have to worry about it that much, really. Okay. (laughs) So, so you're going to disprove your point, but then justify disproving it. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, cause I, I want, I want it to become like, kind of like accepted that this happens, but yeah. Not to ignore it, but just it's, to be like, yeah. it's there, but it's not that big of a deal, is what we're doing? Yeah, and okay, pretty much. So okay. what I have written is that it's a hard truth for everyone to accept. We don't like to think that we are handed things because of how pretty we are. And we also don't like to prejudge people based on their attractiveness. But unfortunately, it does happen. And it's a chemical reaction that happens in your brain, like just based on what you find attractive. Your brain, when it sees a pretty person, it creates dopamine and it raises cortisol, I believe. I'm just going to talk about dopamine because it releases this like good feeling into your brain and it lowers your inhibitions and your judgment and your control. And it hires your need for like pleasure and like you feel a feeling of wanting pretty much so it actually does have a physical effect on you and cortisol i don't i didn't really look into that that cortisol much but... <laughs> is like stress does, sorry did you say it lowers yeah cortisol or higher it no it like hires it which oh. kind of makes you feel like maybe a little bit awkward or just like oh, yeah. on edge around a beautiful person right that happens to you, right that happens to me too i was like oh okay so it's totally normal <laughs> um <laughs> so pretty privilege. I'm sorry, I'm having trouble saying this word. Hopefully that goes away. It's a lot of peace. Um, It's defined as someone who gets clout, opportunities, and becomes more successful in life because of how attractive they are. So one of my first examples, I don't know if you guys remember this, but there was this hot felon and his name was Jeremy Meeks and his mugshot went viral. He was like this guy with high (laughs) cheekbones. He had like blue eyes, like really big lips, and he was gorgeous. And like his whole, his mugshot went viral. He was serving a sentence, a two-year sentence for, like, possession of guns or something like that. And while he was in prison, he got a contract. He got an agent for a modeling agency. 
and he modeled for Tommy Hilfiger. And he while he was he in debuted, prison, while he was in prison, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I know, right? I really love that. That would never him. happen to an ugly person, though. What what a glow up, though. What a glow yeah. up. I know it's kind of crazy. Hold on, hold on. I just can we just talk more about this for a second? How yeah, like definitely. did Tommy Hilfiger go to the prison to do photo shoots, no. or did they let him out? No, they. No, no, no. Okay, so they saw his mugshot, which went viral because mugshots use, are yeah. public property kind of oh. thing or whatever so they um it wasn't actually tommy hilfiger directly it was the agency i don't remember what the agency is called it's called okay. like white brick wall or something like that um but they were the ones who were like hey like the internet loves you you're gorgeous like please like just sign these papers and like your life is going to be perfect when you get out of prison and he was in prison in 2014 and yeah. then in 20 so in literally like two years, so in 2016, he got out and that's when he starred on Fashion Week and he walked down the runway for Tommy Hilfiger. Wow. They picked his photo out and they were like, perfect, cool for beautiful him. specimen of a man. Yeah, I mean, fucking go off. <laughs> <laughs> Leave your guns at home, though. <laughs> okay, so the next thing I have here is what do we think of? as like pretty like what makes a person pretty versus what doesn't and generally it's these ideas of having a person who looks healthy and fertile um that's like biologically speaking like you look for like a mate i hate that (laughs) i said that in quotations i absolutely hate that (laughs) it's so stupid because that means that women are only hot in quotations when they're young Mm -hmm. and like this has become such a sickening stereotype in Hollywood and in the media that like women are only attractive when they're at a certain age and then after that like it's just like your life is over pretty much and Mm -hmm. like now we put so much value on youth and so much of it is put out in into social media and we're just like okay we have to look young all the time like people are getting cosmetic surgery like it's literally no tomorrow and you know as like as a beautiful person in society, you get prejudged pretty much like immediately when people meet you, which mm-hmm. I thought was, I mean, like, I guess it's kind of true. And it kind of becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy where people will see a beautiful person and assume that they are super smart, super good at socializing and super successful and probably really interesting, you know, so they get more like opportunities like that to socialize and to show that they are intelligent and to do all these things that people think that they are. And then they kind of just become those things. They just become people who are very like social and like really easy to socialize with, which turns out are very good qualities to have for jobs. Okay, so I have a quick fact here. Apparently, in the Canada and the U.S., in some business positions, beautiful people are paid 12% more than their other counterparts at the job. Pretty interesting, right? So there's this psychological effect that I found. It's called the halo effect. And it happens with not only with people, but also with products. And it's one trait which influences your entire perception of the thing. So it's kind of this big bias that you can have, which ends up excusing really bad behavior from pretty people. Yeah. It's almost kind of like sampling (laughs) bias. Like if you walk up to somebody and you think that they're super social, you're only going to look for examples of that. If you see examples of them Mm -hmm. like not being social, you're not going to like register those as much because like you already think this person is social. So you're already like imposing that bias onto them and you're only going to see those things. 
Yeah, exactly. It's such like this weird first impression phenomenon where you can't ever get rid of that first impression. Like at first, people are just going to be like, you are trustworthy and you will never lie to me. And then when they lie to you and they prove that they're not trustworthy, you're like, uh, but you're still so gorgeous. Like, <laughs> you're still so cute, blah, blah, blah. Um, one of the examples that I thought of was Ted Bundy. <laughs> oh, no. Immediately because he was so... People freaking loved him. Like, mm-hmm. this woman... I don't know if you saw the documentary on Netflix, but this woman went to jail. Ted Bundy was this, like, murderer, for those of you who don't know. And people went to his jail, and she had sex with him in the visitor's area or whatever and was pregnant with his child after he had committed all of these murders. Okay, but can we also, like, period, just <laughs> talk about how low the bar is for white men? Like, the <laughs> fact that... Like, he literally, like, oh God, was in jail so for murdering women, but this girl was like, but... He's still like hot. He's hot. Yeah. <laughs> so she had sex it's with so... him in the visitor's room? Like, hello? Yeah, like behind the vending machine literally or have to like be that. alive. <laughs> God. Uh, it's so stupid. And then another one that I thought of was um, influencers going on vacation. Okay, these bitches out here in LA will do anything to get on a plane, to go out with their friends, to like do all this shit, to not wear masks, to like... Just be like, well, we we all tested negative. Like, okay, all 3,000 of you. And then the mayor of LA has to shut down these parties literally by using the power grid, like uses his ultimate power and shuts down these parties because these people are literally so stupid. And guess what? They don't lose their following. People still continue to follow them and they will continue to be famous. Pretty privilege, guys. <laughs> like, I need I say more? <laughs> also, Chris Brown is still famous. And he literally beat Rihanna. So, but he's not what the pretty. Fuck is up with that? Oh, he's not. I don't think he's that pretty. Oh, okay. I don't well, think he's that maybe he's attractive looking. on someone's on the people who still listen to him and maybe. follow him scale. Maybe. Like, okay, so it has it has effects in a couple places. Okay, the criminal thing, which is like like your life is fucking set. I guess once you get out of jail, and also apparently. Um, you're more likely to get a lighter sentence if you're, like, an attractive criminal. Like, you're two times more likely to get a lighter sentence. Like, I don't know what the what the pool was in this situation, but, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, what, that's what they said. And politics. Let me just say, Justin Trudeau is an attractive specimen, okay? And nobody thought about, is he competent? Is he... <laughs> Does he speak well in public? <laughs> Yeah. Does he Honestly, actually care about these issues? People, especially not to shame young girls, but I'll be the first one to say that maybe, maybe 25% of me voted for him because he was attractive and he was the only one I could remember out of all the other candidates because I was like also like 18. So it was my first time voting and I was just like, okay, like I'm going to vote for the hot one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that, like, part of the reason that Justin Trudeau was elected into office was kind of, like, for the meme of it. Because he's, like, this, <laughs> yeah. like, really young, attractive he's so guy. Hot. Yeah, and, like, yes, I think it, I think it's partially okay just because, like, he is a more liberal politician. Mm-hmm. Um, and I normally think of, like, political voting as voting for the lesser of evils. And I think he was a lesser of evils. He's not, like, that effective That's as a true. leader, but... 
you know, I didn't think he was going to completely run this country into the ground. So I was like, why the heck not? <laughs> Good enough. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Better yeah. than the conservative candidate and he's easy on the eyes. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, what's, to, what's to hate? Nothing. Like, awesome. Love that. <laughs> there was like, there was this quick little clip that I saw. I don't remember what show it was from, but it was someone singing Oh Canada and they were like just talking about random shit and at the end of it they go oh that reminds me our prime minister is hot <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so funny I just wanted to share with you guys thought it was hilarious yeah so okay we've established that he's really like he's he's fairly good looking yeah he's easy on the eyes mm-hmm. uh, but the weird thing happened is that when people were asked about it like 75% of people said that they voted for him and it had nothing to do with his looks so it kind of I don't know I was kind of wondering like does that mean that people does this go back to the point of like people not wanting to acknowledge that they have a bias towards a pretty person I mean personally I think it's more of like an implicit thing that we don't recognize that we're doing yeah. I don't think that people... I, I agree. And, like, myself included, like, you make snap judgments so quickly about people when you see them. I don't think we really realize, like, why we're making these judgments or, like, how we're basing the judgments. And so I don't think people are, like, actually totally aware of the biases that yeah, they're having true. according to, like, the attractiveness of a person. I also just wanted to touch on the fact that, like, a lot of pretty privilege when we're talking about, like, their criminal justice system and lighter sentences yeah. and stuff like that like a lot of the ideals that we have about like being pretty as a society are very like white ideals of being yeah. pretty so i mean there's a lot there's a lot to be said there but i think like the whole idea of pretty privilege just kind of like reflects as a society what we value in people yeah. you know and it's like this idea of like young healthy white people yeah. basically is like what we pretty strive much for i mean i think i think it kind of has been changing i'm not saying this is a good or bad thing mm. but right now a lot of influencers are ethnically ambiguous like people of color get discriminated against for having darker skin but then like white mm-hmm. people see it as like a beauty ideal it just kind of seems kind of hypocritical i think um, I know it's so weird. It's like the whole beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Thing. Like, does is I don't <laughs> is the beholder only people who like white people? Well, because yeah, like it's it's definitely the direction it's heading into. Which is the same with the Bridgerton thing. Like, mm-hmm. like they choose they chose like an African American person who was also very like kind of white. Yeah, pa- like looking. I guess he had like white features. I guess like I don't want this to sound too no, no, problematic, no. but but like historically in media. When we see, like, Black actors and Black people acting in the media, they're always very light Black people. And I think there's a lot to be said about that. About, like, yes, you're including people of color, but, like, it's still very whitewashed. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And if they do include someone, like, really, really, like, on the darker scale with more melanin, (laughs) um, they always stereotype them into, like, angry people. Like, this is something that she also mentioned in her video, which was the Mm -hmm. dad in Bridgerton was just this really like angry old man who like told him he didn't want him to have kids and then like the last thing that the son said to the dad was the bloodline ends with me like how fucking dramatic (laughs) is that like they didn't have a good relationship he was just a sour like cold person and stuff like that and like she was just making the point that this kind of happens like a lot 
mm-hmm. in media. Like, they stereotype the shit out of Black people. Yeah. It's so upsetting. That's a, that's a good thing to throw in there, too. Like, this is not... Yeah, it's very reflective. Like, this is not inclusive. Yeah. Yeah. It's reflective of the ideals that we have as a society, and they're not yeah. inclusive. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, I mean... Yeah, you're right. There's a whole other population that is, like, completely excluded out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but on, like, a more lighter note and less political note... <laughs> yes, go for it. Um, <laughs> I was going to say that I think that, like, the annoying part of pretty privilege for a lot of people is that like if you think of like pretty being pretty as a skill you know it's annoying because like it's a skill that people can see hold on it's gonna sound really confusing for a minute but just bear with me it's a skill (laughs) that people can see versus a skill that you have to prove so like for example with that um prisoner who was very attractive that was a skill that he had and he was able to go into a profession with that skill because Mm. people were able to see this skill and he didn't have to prove it to anybody but if you think about Mm. the prison population like there's probably a lot of people in there with a lot of really cool skills that could have really strong professions but you can't see those to the so they're not going to get the same opportunity because Mm -hmm. they're not going to get the opportunity to like prove it to somebody but pretty people don't have to prove that skill you know people just look at them and they can see that skill so i think that's the Mm -hmm. annoying part about it is it's like something about themselves that they don't have to prove and i feel like that's why people kind of get caught up about it it's because like it it feels a little unfair you can also kind of like if you're rich i mean like i used to tell myself this you're not ugly you're poor because if you're (laughs) rich (laughs) you can (laughs) can we can that be the name of the episode (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sure. You're not ugly, you're poor. <laughs> you're not ugly, you're just poor. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Like, because seriously, it's kind of like this. Yeah. You, you can buy it. You could literally 100%. buy it. And something else that kind of fucks me up. This is off a, l- a little bit of a different note. But yeah. 75% of the beauty industry is man dominated. They're selling products for women and only 25% of people in like makeup are women. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. I believe what? that. You mean like That's the people so... like making the products and selling the products, right? Are men? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, I had no idea. I was like, that's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, um, men are just yeah. Anyways. trying to create problems and profiting off of them. Yeah, seriously. That's another Fuck. issue. Um, I watched this other video from this girl named Madison Brown on YouTube. The title of her video was about how her life became so much easier when she like became pretty after high school or something like that. Oh, no. And I saw she... Sorry, I thought I saw I this can send it to you if you want. I saw a different one. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Um... <laughs> And she was she lives in New York and she was talking about like kind of the perks and like the negatives of it. And one of the negatives was that she got catcalled all the time. Mm. And it turns you into a target. Yeah. It turns you into someone who everyone is gonna look at and be like, Maybe I can take advantage of this woman. And also she's being objectified every single day. Like people just like look at her face, look at her body, and they're like okay, like, (laughs) I can just take advantage of this person. Um, And she was also talking about how in terms of finding love, it actually sometimes can be uh, harder because the people who come into your life aren't always going to be there, like, for your personality, I guess. Like, personality obviously plays a really big role, but they judge you first on, like, how you look and they Mm -hmm. don't really care to get to know you almost. Or even if they do, it's like that whole thing where they'll excuse anything bad yeah. because like they have this prejudice on you that like you're gorgeous so you can do no wrong basically 
And yeah, I mean, she she said it's basically like a double-edged sword. And this reminded me of like Elle Woods, um, obviously Legally Blonde, <laughs> yes. where she gets brought on to be this lawyer assistant for this yeah. like really cool case out of 200 students she was chosen to go and like work this really big case and she actually like found the facts that ended up having them win the case mm-hmm. and then the man who brought her on tried to get with her and she was like is this the only reason you brought me on and he's like of course you're beautiful <laughs> yeah of it's course. like yeah it's just so sad it and me. she had this oh sorry okay i'll just finish quickly yeah, yeah, yeah. she had this quote it was really interesting so she said the more beautiful you become, the more you feel like you have to lose. Because beauty fades. Interesting. Right? Interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. yeah. That reminds me of, I was watching like a video of Megan Fox. Yeah. Recently, I think it was on TikTok. And she was talking about how like she felt like she had been left out of a lot of um, like feminism. And that feminism wasn't for her because she was talking about like... You know, if something were to happen to her, if she were to be, like, sexually assaulted or anything like that, like, people wouldn't believe her. She she just believed that people, because she was, like, this sexual object and because she's super attractive, she just kind of thought that people didn't actually see her, like, as a human. Wow. And that the feminist movement was actually, like, not for her and didn't create a space for her and, like, how she kind of felt let down by women because women hated her. Oh, my God. Because she was really attractive. Oh my god. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not all amazing. Like that's that's insane. Like people are just less likely to believe you're wow. That's so fucked up. That's Yeah, and I think it's just also kind of like sad that it is this thing that like everyone strives for, this aesthetic beauty. And people are like so upset over not having it, but then it's mm. something that like even if you have it, it's not that great either. So I just think yeah. the whole concept of like beauty is kind of dumb. Like it not dumb, dumb, not like it's nice to find things beautiful, but just to have so much value placed in aesthetic beauty and like an aesthetic oh, beauty that somebody else decided along the road. Like nobody really knows Men why we decided find... it. Yeah, like the why do we find these things decides <laughs> attractive? It. And the thing is too that it continues to change. Like mm-hmm. it's, every decade, it's like a new type of body is in. Yeah. Like it's so. Oh, it's so gross, dude. Like in conclusion, yes. The takeaway from this segment, I think, is that I guess try to be aware of your own bias. If you never had it, don't worry about it. And just try to accept beauty in all of its forms, including your own. Because everyone is beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? And I think there's a really big difference between, like, being beautiful and being attractive. Because, you know, there's, like, some people that you see, they're just beautiful. Like, they're not not doing a lot, you know? It's not like they're wearing (laughs) nice clothes or, like paying a lot of money for skincare or like driving a super nice car or you know like anything like that but you just look at the person yeah. and you're like wow you're like a very beautiful person but then there's mm. people who are attractive who are like okay. wearing the really trendy clothes and like doing the latest makeup trends and there's nothing wrong with these things absolutely nothing wrong with these things mm-hmm. but like i think that beauty is something that you can't really control and attractiveness yeah. is something that you can control and a lot of people are like trying to be attractive yeah and yeah i just i think it's like it's an empty, so weird like you can't it's it's hard to <laughs> define thing. like yeah and if you're born as just like a really beautiful person 
Like, good for you. <laughs> good for you. Like, everyone is born with yeah. a really cool thing about them. And, like, that's just Aww. one of your really cool things. And mm-hmm. that should be appreciated in you. Like, it's cool for people to I be know, like, it's... wow, you're a really beautiful person. But it doesn't make you, like, better than other people. It's just a, a cool fact about that you. That Megan Fox thing really has me so sad. Because I yeah. feel like she was done so dirty, like, yeah. by everybody. And, like, to kind of what you were saying, that... I guess women felt like they needed to compete yeah. with her or they saw her as a threat, which is probably why she felt so excluded from... It, like, turns women the... against women. Yeah. When there's this idea that, like, if you're pretty, you're more desirable more, by men. Or... Yeah, or there's, like, a scarcity of... I don't even know what it is, but... Yeah, it's like a competitive sphere where we feel like if somebody's more attractive than us, they're, like, a threat. Mm-hmm. But that's not true. No, it's not. Just, Just think be of being friend. pretty as a skill. That's all you got to do. <laughs> and, you know, some people have that. some skills, some people don't have some skills, but that's okay because they have other skills. Yeah. Everyone has a set of skills. And if being pretty <laughs> isn't one of your skills, that's absolutely fine. You have lots of other skills. Like, it doesn't grant you immunity against the world, you know? Like, you're that's still going to get fucked by the world. Yeah. You're still... Yeah. It, it doesn't really give you too much of a leg up. <laughs> but, I mean, I still do think it exists. Yeah, I definitely think it just in, I agree with you. Yeah. But I just like, in the way that like we can I don't, excuse beautiful people for bad things kind of. Yeah. Thing. But like I don't the people to blame aren't the pretty people. The people to blame. Yeah. Oh, is that's like true. the course, societal yeah. norms. Mm-hmm. You know, and the way that we treat beautiful people versus other people. So yeah. Don't be mad at pretty people. Yeah, please don't. Oh my god, that was not the takeaway. Do not be mad at pretty people. Please. Just don't be mad. It's yeah. not their fault. <laughs> Nothing. Any concluding Anyways, remarks? Um, I guess um, I have written down here first impressions chat. Hmm. Because sometimes when I was skinnier, people <laughs> used to tell me that I would give a really good first impression. Oh. And for a long time, I was like, oh, it's because I'm, like, so nice, and, like, I smile at people, and, like, I'm, like, so friendly, and then I kind of, and then I fell down this rabbit hole today, and I was like, oh, my God, is it just because people thought I was pretty, and that they thought I could, like, do no wrong in the first, like, two seconds they meet me? They're like, wow, you give such a good first impression. I'm like, do I? (laughs) Or is it because, like, I don't know, like, (laughs) I still don't know. I mean, like, maybe it was, maybe it was. Maybe I mean, I, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure you give a good impression. Like, you're, you're a friendly, like, outgoing person, and you're very I'm nice. Happy. So I'm Thank pretty you. sure you That's give a I good impression, you. but, like, maybe I have an internal pretty bias that has clouded, that clouded maybe my first impression yet. of you <laughs> back in high school. So, I mean, I like, I think you have a good first impression, but Thanks. I would say you, you do. You have a good first impression, too. You're very, you're very, <laughs> welcome everybody to the second half of the episode where i'm going to talk about my opinion and it kind of works because it is very similar in a lot of ways to what Lydia was just talking about. Like, we can use a lot of the points that we just learned. 
Um, but I think that job interviews are really stupid. Just absolutely pointless, especially mm-hmm. for like entry level, like food service and like retail positions. I think they're super dumb. So basically, like you go into it and you know that everybody there is lying to everybody else. You just know that. You know that. Like, employers are under no, like, what's the word I'm looking for? No, uh, Under no impression that the people sitting in the interview are telling the 100% truth. Like, they know that you're exaggerating about things and making up things. And, like, when they ask you why you want the job, they know (laughs) you want the job for money. But, like, nobody can say that. Like, you have to just, like, make up a reason why you love the job. Like, oh, I, I, I love people. I love interacting I love, with people. But I love being on a team. <laughs> yeah, but the reason why anyone gets any job primarily is for a wage. But, like, you just can't say yeah. that. You can't say that. You're forced to make up a stupid answer. And basically the employer has to also, like, pretend that their workplace is, like, just, like, really great. And there's, like, all these benefits about it, but, like. They probably know that they're mistreating their staff. Mm-hmm. Um, you basically have to, like, exaggerate a lot of aspects about yourself that you probably won't be able to maintain once you're hired. Oh you know what God, I mean? Like, I you have know. to go into yeah, an interview yeah, yeah. and you have to be, like, super outgoing and, like, super personable. And it takes a lot of energy to be those things. And this is something that you can't maintain once you're hired. Um, so I just think it's a really bad system to hire somebody because, like... Whatever they are in the interview, you're 100% going to get something different when you hire that person, but you're also not going to hire the person that's being 100% truthful because it's not as impressive. But, like, you won't be disappointed with that person, but, like, you're never going to hire that person because they didn't put on the show. Yeah. Um, And, like, research shows that in interviews, like, flat-out lying is too, like, psychologically challenging for people and people find that, like, immorally wrong. But most people in job interviews bend the truth and they'll, like, exaggerate the truth. Like, most people are doing this in job interviews. Um, Oh, and there's this thing called (laughs) a trick. How do you say this? You can do it. (laughs) A trickution. Attrocution error. Attrocute. I think. I think that's what it is, Um, which is where we believe that certain attributes that we observe in people will carry out into every single other situation. And that's what job interviews are based on. It's based on the assumption that this like 10 minutes that you see this person is the exact person that you're going to get in every single situation in the job that they carry out, which is completely false because it's a situation that's set up for lying. Like you're not going to get the job if you're telling the truth. And like... There's this, like, weird mind game part where you have to, like, agree to enough to get the job, but mm-hmm. you can't gr- agree to so much that you're going to, like, fuck yourself over. Yeah. Like, for working on weekends or, like, working on evenings, are you willing to do these things? And, like, the wage that you're willing to accept and all these things, it's, like, this mind game that you have to play of, like, how far can I push it that I'll still get the job, but that I won't hate my life. yeah oh my god it's really stupid and then there's that like weird small talk part where you pretend that like you're super pleasant towards each other and like 
buddies. I've heard that that part is the interview. People have told me that the small talk is the most important part because that's how they know if you're. I don't know. They'll just remember you better if you. But it's can also have, like, a so conversation weird about an interest of theirs that you're it, just it, like yeah. talking to this person in such like a casual way, as if like they're your friend or something. When you know that person is just straight up judging you, like judging you, like they're gonna tear you apart Yikes. in ten minutes. Oh my god. Um, for example, there's That's terrifying. <laughs> There's some people that, like, won't hire somebody. Like, people look for specific things. So there's some people that, like, won't hire somebody if they don't send a thank you note after the interview. Or another example, there's actually, like, apparently a bunch of people that do this. If your picture on LinkedIn is a selfie, they won't hire you. Like, if they have you into an interview and they look in at your LinkedIn profile after and they see it's a selfie, they won't hire you. Doesn't matter what the interview was. They won't hire you. Yeah, so people, like... Are that just judging you for no, no reason. Sense. Yeah. And yeah. as you were saying, like, the small talk is the whole what? interview. 30%, 33% of bosses report that they know if they're going to hire somebody within 90 seconds of meeting them. So the interview oh, has nothing to do God. about your qualifications. Because that's not enough time to get into your qualifications. It's literally yeah. just, like, based on this gut feeling of meeting somebody. Are they pretty? Okay. <laughs> There we go. This is a good question because... (laughs) That's crazy. So people are literally just choosing people that, like, feel right, but this is actually biased um, decision-making. So there's this... Mm -hmm. I think he's a psychologist. He's called Ron Friedman. um, And he says that we tend to rate attractive people as more competent, intelligent, and qualified. And that we consider tall people to be better leaders, particularly in men. We consider people with deeper voices um, to be more trustworthy, which sounds very sexist to me. That is very sexist. I don't understand. Yeah. So basically, the whole thing is just based on like this jump first first impression, like the first 90 seconds of what you look like, how you walk, how you act, and really has nothing to do about like your qualifications. So I don't understand why they're asking all these like stupid questions about that's yeah seriously like why do you have to go through with the rest of the 25 minute interview and they were also saying that like once you make these snap judgments you're more likely to ask questions so that that person fits into your perception so they were saying that like if you perceive like if you make a judgment that that person doesn't look intelligent you're less likely to ask them questions that will display their intelligence so you're right. kind of and like they're less or- likely to get the job. Yeah, so you're already deciding that person is not intelligent, so you're not going to ask them questions that will change your mind. Hmm. So that's why it's so important to like dress up for the job that you want, basically. Because mm-hmm. they'll judge you on your clothes. Um, and just some like other stats. So apparently, what you say, like the content of what you're saying, only affects seven percent of the person's perception about you. So, like, all these questions that they're asking you, doesn't matter your answer. Just just a quick side note. How much does the handshake count? Okay, I I specifically wrote it down just for you. (laughs) Did you really? I did. I did. So, the handshake is 26%. 26%? Okay, I mean, that's not terrible. Mm -hmm. Like, if you give a decent handshake, you at least get, like, 13% of that 26%. (laughs) 
Oh my god. Yeah. Thank um, you for thinking of me. You're welcome. You're welcome. And then so 55%. Guys, go, go see episode two. 55% is the way that you uh, dress, walk, and act. Uh, 38% hmm. is the quality of your voice and your grammar. Okay. Okay. 70% I... of employers don't want their employees to be fashionable or trendy. So if what? you wear anything that's like fashionable, you might not get the job. Oh my god. Oh my god, I don't Okay, what let's see. What's in what's in style right now? Like a corset on top of Okay. Or Okay, don't I don't mean wear that's a little... corset to a job interview. <laughs> it's just a okay, idea. fine. What about Okay, there's this like this thing that's been coming back where it's like you wear like one of those like um spaghetti strap dresses with like a turtleneck underneath. Mhm. That's a pretty trendy outfit right now. Yeah, well, it went out of style for a bit. It's back in style. Seventy percent. So if you wear of that, bosses, I wore like that it. on my third day of work. Maybe that's when they were just like, "Fuck this bitch." <laughs> How dare she? How dare she be fashionable and trendy? She's obviously know, a bad right? employee if she would wear something fashionable. Yeah, disgusting. God. Wear flannel like the rest There's of us. There's an example like, I wish of I could. A pretty privilege working against some people. Yeah. That if, you dre- if you're too like trendy technically though according to your definition that would be attractiveness privilege right because i mean yeah. pretty privilege <laughs> so you I can think, change that i think pretty privilege is kind of attractiveness privilege i was kind of trying to say that like people who are just like really like naturally beauty and really not doing a lot just like not even trying mm-hmm. they kind of exist in another realm i think yeah you know Facts. sometimes you just see really beautiful people and they're like not wearing trendy clothes or like doing anything like that, but you're just like, wow, you're yeah. you're really pretty. So I think that's a little yes. different. Anyways, anyways, that's back so to stupid though. Freaking job interviews. Also, <laughs> like, I I don't understand it because you send them your resume, right? And then you go to the interview, and then you hand them a copy of your resume, and then they ask you questions that. Did you I'm not just, read the resume? I'm just going to repeat everything that's on the resume. Like, could you just refer know, to page man. two? I will. I listed all I of the jobs. Like, As you saw on my resume, I used to work <laughs> at blah, 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 blah. And they're like, oh, yeah. And they're like, do you have experience in this in this environment? I'm like. They asked you that? How, yes. They asked me, like, that's if so I had experience or, like, if I was comfortable, like, selling things. And I was like, what, what do you mean? Job? I was at a pet store. Like, <laughs> Oh, right. What the fuck? Like, it was a retail job, and I've had retail jobs before. So I was just like, yeah. what, do you, what do you mean? Cash, <sighs> stack, bathroom, <sighs> I hate it. break, I cash. Hate it. Hi, how are you today? You just have to, yeah, Literally, I just hate how, like, fake it is. Like, you just have to make up yeah. so much about yourself and, like, pretend that like, you want the job to just talk to people but like no i want you to pay me i'm gonna do a good yeah, job because you're paying money. me but why do you think you <laughs> i should you here. should hire me because i do a good job for money yeah. that's why that's why oh my god i wish that could be like a legit reason and there's so many little strategies that people have been teaching like throughout my years to yeah. try to tell me how to land it or something like that like um if they ask you at the end of the interview do you have any questions about us or anything like that if you're like no i don't have any questions then 
they're like not gonna see you as a more valuable candidate i guess yeah and if you ask like apparently (laughs) apparently someone was like oh just say when do i start (laughs) like i would never do that first of all (laughs) man the confidence that you have to have to say that because that could that could go really wrong i think it could come off really douchey yeah like your vibe has to be immaculate i think it's something that like a man can do really well I think yeah, it's a little bit. I was going to say. I think it's a more gendered it's thing. Same. Yeah. For us, you know what I think we would have to do? We would probably just have to sit there and be like, oh, like, what day would I potentially like, begin? <laughs> like, I'm a little busy this week. So, like, if next week works, then, like, it's fine with me if it's fine with you. <laughs> I just hate that, like, ambitious women come off as just, like, so bitchy. bitchy. Yeah. I don't know what yeah, that is. It doesn't make any sense. Um, so, there is this study that they did. Um, this one's kind of funny. So they asked a bunch of people to predict a group of students' future GPA. Okay. So half of the participants... Okay. Hold on. What? How, how old are these <laughs> Hold on. Are? I don't know how okay. old the students were. That's not super relevant. I'm going to guess oh. like high school okay. or college were the students. Sure. So they were asked to guess what the future GPA of students would be. And they were... All of the people were given the student's past GPA, okay? Okay. So half of the group only got the past GPA, and half of the group also got to interview the people, okay? Oh. So they both had, like, the basic information, and one of the group got to interview. And then Mm -hmm. before they made the predictions, the researchers informed the entire group that the best way to make these predictions is based on the past GPA. Like, they told them how to do it. They're like, if you want to make accurate predictions, base it on the past GPA. The people Mm -hmm. who did the interviews were less accurate in predicting (laughs) future GPA. They didn't base it off of past GPA, even though the researchers told them that that was how they should do it. So they kind of used this study as, like, proof that interviews really don't work. Yeah. And that they have, like, no indication of how successful a person might be in a position or just, like, in anything. Um, and they say that it, like, introduces too much noise is what they say. So, like... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you start, like, introducing all this information that you think is important but actually is no indication of how this person is going to, like, perform in the job. And then you kind of forget mm-hmm. about, like, all of the things that actually matter, like, the stuff on their resume, and then you start yeah, making yeah. decisions based on just, like, these gut feelings that you have about people versus their actual data. qualifications. Literal data. Yeah. <laughs> That's, wow, I wonder why interviews, like, still exist then. <laughs> it's, Fuck. and, like, I understand, so on some level, I understand, like, wanting to meet the person that you're going to be paying. But I think that we should all just. Maybe for corporate jobs, though. Like, yeah. for more high-level jobs, like. Like, if the requirement is degree and master's degree, okay. Yeah. Maybe come in for the interview. (laughs) But, like, I feel like McDonald's, like, you just, you have, like, a solid three days of training. You could train almost anybody to work at McDonald's. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And honestly, like, if you pay your employees a fair enough wage and you're a good employer, people are going to do a good job. Like, if you motivate them properly and treat them nicely, they're going to do a great job. You don't really have to worry about, like, the type of person that you're um, hiring. 
I'm not totally mad about the fact that people want to meet the person that they're going to hire. I kind of get that. But I think we just need to be more like upfront about the fact that that's the reason why the interview is happening. And just like change the interview. Mm -hmm. Like they should just be more like dates or like speed dating. (laughs) What? Or you just like go into the room and then you just like chat about like the type of person you are. Or, you know, something like not... Don't have me repeat everything that's on the resume and lie to you about a bunch of stuff. Like, if you want to know about the type of person that I am, just ask me about the type of person that I am. You know my qualifications. Mm -hmm. They're on the resume. You know that I can do a good job or how good of a job I can do. You can contact my references if you need to know. But when Mm -hmm. I come into the interview, ask me about me if that's what you want to know. Like, let's stop pretending that you want to know anything (laughs) about anything that's on my resume already. Um, And then... So, some of the articles that I read had some other suggestions um, about, like, how to restructure interviews. Mm -hmm. Um, So, one of these things is blind interviews. Um, So, that could be, like, over the phone, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Which doesn't remove all biases because there's still biases towards, um, like, the way that you talk and the grammar that you use and the tone and pitch of your voice. But it does remove some of the biases. Mm-hmm. another one that was kind of interesting was it's called structured interviews so basically okay. what they do is they like they ask you on a scale of one to ten how important do you think it is for somebody in this role to be friendly to be mm. patient to be so they like just ask you to rate things and like they have like a preset rating they've already set their ratings and then they just look at yeah whose rating like matched up with theirs kind of thing so it's not really based on like the type of person you are or anything like that it's just like do your views about this position align with theirs well do you understand what's needed for this position Mm -hmm. that's interesting that would be Mm -hmm. awesome it would give you a lot of insight on the job instead of showing up on your first day and like being completely blind to what's happening okay like yeah that's actually another suggestion um is competency interviews or audition interviews which is where you just ask people to come in and like literally work in the position for a couple of hours oh yeah and just like see see if they do oh well oh my god no no, no thank you. that sounds awful that sounds <laughs> absolutely declines terrible. the interview no thank you no no <laughs> can you imagine you go in for two hours and you like don't know how to work something and you spend like the entire time i mean i don't think it, it would be like, like that i don't think they'd be like yeah the boot go do this thing that I've never told you how to do. Um, I think the examples that they used were more like... Talking to customers, maybe? Or, like, pretend that this other staff member is a customer. Uh, like, okay. sell okay. them this okay. thing or ring them through. I like for an interview before. Like, sell this to me. I was like, this is the best jam you will ever have <laughs> because it is good <laughs> and i got it but then like oh, it was mastermind good. and someone told me that mastermind was hell uh, so yeah. i didn't like follow up mm. and neither did they so. i mean most retail jobs are hell okay fair enough anyways job interviews literally the worst yeah <laughs> so in conclusion they suck they're ineffective and i hate them Two of those points were kind of the same, but that's okay. (laughs) Same, same, but different. Yeah, they do suck. They are the worst. And they don't work. I'd be happy if I never had to do an interview again. I don't get why we're still doing them. 
All right, guys, and that brings us to the end of the episode. We hope you guys enjoyed this week. Um, let us know how you feel about pretty privilege. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you pretty? <laughs> Are you mad at pretty people? Have you experienced? Have you experienced it? Have you seen it? Just let us know. Um, also, let us know how you feel about job interviews. I have a feeling a lot of people are going to be on my side about this one because everyone hates job interviews. Yeah, they're the worst. So if you want to give us any feedback, you can find us on Instagram. Our Instagram is very.unimportant.people. You can also find us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is theunimportantppl. And you can also email us. Um, our email is hatersclickhere at gmail.com. That's H eight T R S at gmail.com. And that's Hell it. Yeah. That's it for us this week. We hope you had a good time. Have a great. <laughs>